Today is Tuesday, February 6th, in the year of our Lord, 2024. I'm Anna Grace Lugban, and this is your wake-up call. Let's begin with a prayer of consecration. Wake up, sleeper. Rise from the dead, and Christ will shine on you. Jesus, I belong to you. I lift my heart up to you. I set my mind on you. I fix my eyes on you. I offer my body to you as a living sacrifice. Jesus, we belong to you. Praying in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Today's entry is entitled, Listen to Me. So hear now the word of the Lord in Isaiah chapter 55, verses 2 and 3. Listen, listen to me and eat what is good, and you will delight in the richest affair. Give ear and come to me. Listen that you may live. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Now consider this. After identifying the dissatisfied longings of the human soul for more, God presents an alternative. Listen to me. In other words, I have what you're looking for. The promise that follows is compelling. Eat what is good. Delight in the richest of fare. And listen that you may live. Who wouldn't want that? Ironically, there's much that has been said about hearing God. What's been said on the topic reveals that our journey in hearing God's voice is a bit of a mixed bag. God speaks in a variety of ways, through a variety of mediums, to a variety of people. Sometimes his voice is loud. Often it's quiet. Sometimes it's clear. And other times we struggle to hear his voice at all. Leaning into our text today as our guide, I notice a few things. The translators of most of our Bibles chose to use the word listen. Listening is an active process that involves bringing what is heard via involuntary perception into our attention. We are always hearing, but we're not always listening. Take a moment right now and listen. What do you hear? I hear the whir of my HVAC unit, the patter of soft rain outside, and the sound of my breathing. Now, none of these things began when I listened to them, but listening brought them to my conscious awareness. Listening often brings pre-existing realities to our attention. This reminds me of a ritual a small group leader of mine once implemented. 
Every week at the start of our meetings, a member of the group was invited to light a candle as a physical representation of God's presence with us. Now, this wasn't about summoning God's presence as if he needed to be invited to join our group, but it was about recognizing that God's presence was already among us. God's presence is like the oxygen in the air feeding the flame of the candle. It was actually our attention, not God's presence, that was ignited. Certain things have a way of igniting our attention toward the voice of God. We ask God for discernment and direction, and we listen to what he wants for a particular situation or person. This is not a bad thing. Please continue to do so and start doing this if you don't already. But if we only listen for God's voice when we think we need it, I wonder if we might be missing out on all that he has to say. In his well-known book, Hearing God, Dallas Willard says that people who understand and warmly desire to hear God's voice will want to hear it when life is uneventful just as much as when they are facing trouble or big decisions. Listening in this way values who is speaking just as much, if not more, than what's actually being said. This is abiding. This is friendship. I love the way that John Mark Comer describes the goal of listening to God. Our goal is not to get divine fortune cookies about which way our life will go, but to follow the intimations of our shepherd wherever he may lead. The question for many of us is not one of desire, but how can I begin to cultivate this type of listening? Like much of our discipleship journey, the growth process is not formulaic, but there are a few practices that can help develop a posture that's leaned in, listening for the voice of God, wherever he may be speaking. First up, read. Reading the scriptures not only creates a context for hearing the voice of God, but also fosters familiarity with his voice so that it can be recognized, discerned, and tested if we think we might be hearing it somewhere else. Secondly, reduce. Minimize background noise when doing mindless tasks, things like housework or running errands or going on a walk. I typically pair these kinds of activities with music, a podcast, or an audiobook, but I've discovered that there's a unique receptivity to God's voice in these spaces, whenever I opt out of the extra noise. Third, reflect. At the end of each day, ask the simple question, did I hear God's voice speaking to me anywhere today? Whenever I engage in this practice, I'm always surprised to discover that God was speaking in ways throughout the day that I may not have registered in the moment. Lastly, request. Now, this may be obvious, but ask God to help you. The desire to listen to God in this way comes from the Spirit, so we're not alone in our efforts. Spend a few minutes each day in prayer, asking the Holy Spirit to help you. I thought we could conclude our time together today by asking Him to help us together. Here I am, 
Lord, I'm listening, or rather, I want to listen. Help me, Holy Spirit, to desire to hear your voice when life is uneventful. Ignite my affection for you and my attention towards you. Open my senses to not just perceive your voice, but to recognize it. Speak to me through scripture, prayer, my community, culture, silence, creation, and even in my unconscious. Whatever you want to say and wherever you want to say it, I want to listen. Amen. Continuing in a posture of prayer and listening, invite the Holy Spirit to guide you as you ask yourself these questions. What has my experience been listening to the voice of God? Do I have any questions about it? Any concerns? Two, reflect on the idea of practicing attentive listening to God, not only in times of need, but also during uneventful periods. How might cultivating a habit of listening during ordinary moments shape my walk with God? In my own journey, learning to listen to the voice of God, I've been greatly blessed by many books and resources that have been written about this practice. I wanted to conclude our time today by recommending two of them to you. The first is Hearing God, Developing a Conversational Relationship with God by Dallas Willard. And the second is How to Hear God, A Simple Guide for Normal People by our friend Pete Gregg. And with that, I am signing off. This is for The Awakening. I'm Anna Grace. I'll see you tomorrow. We hope that today's entry challenged and encouraged you. And thanks for listening to The Wake Up Call, powered by Seedbed. Be sure to share this with a friend. Leave us a rating and subscribe wherever you prefer to listen to podcasts. Find out more and join the movement by visiting our website at seedbed.com slash wakeupcall.